back to another episode of the Format Podcast. So um, we're going to talk today about our buddy, Draymond Green. Now, obviously, Draymond is um, one of the more well-known players in, the, in today's NBA. He's a three-time champion with the Golden State Warriors, um, very outspoken. He's a guy who his speech is outspoken, obviously. Uh, the way he plays kind of speaks for itself. Not a huge offensive contributor, but someone who has a huge impact on the Warriors' success and lack thereof when they don't have success. Um, but we're more going to talk about his commentary today. And one of the things I found interesting was that Draymond Green made an interesting comment recently. And let's hear what he had to say. Well, it, it doesn't compare to like mentally playing against LeBron James, who I think is arguably, you know, one of the smart, arguably smartest guy to ever play this game. Well, not one of, he's arguably the smartest guy to step foot on a basketball court. And so to, to say that it compares to that, it's, it's, it's disrespectful to LeBron and, and it's, it's a lie to you. Okay, so LeBron James is arguably the smartest basketball player ever to play the game. Or, you know, um, I'm not quoting him directly, but he says LeBron James is arguably the smartest basketball player ever. Now, the first things I'm thinking, immediately my mind goes to the on-the-court piece. I'm not sure if that's exactly to what Draymond was referring here. I want to assume so because, you know, when I think about players – the first thing I generally think about is on the court. And um, I that should be what you think about, right? They're, they're players first. I'm not sure if people are thinking about on the court. People are thinking about the calculated moves he makes off the court. The fact that um, he's been able to uh, maximize his earning potential by becoming the first active player to become a billionaire. We'll briefly touch on that later, too. I think there's something interesting about that. But um so um, I, I thought about it in the basketball context, right? So I thought about it in the basketball context. And immediately I'm thinking, Draymond, um, we know he's got a super popular podcast, uh, the Draymond Green Show. Congrats to him. A lot of players are really taking the advantage of being living in, 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 in a generation or, or a time in history when they don't necessarily need the big media companies to be their mouthpieces, right? Obviously, you see the guys like uh, Kenny Smith and Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley, and these guys are on TV. But the modern player, the modern person, you know, such as myself, doesn't necessarily need that backing. It's nice to have in terms of, you know, revenue generation and whatnot. But if you if you're that guy like Draymond is, you're outspoken, you have a platform, people know who you are, you can kind of do your own thing. And so his podcast is one that does extremely well. Um, so and he has a lot to say. And he calls himself the new media. And I think that when he talks about that, he talks mostly about um, athletes, guys who weren't necessarily trained in journalism like I was, or that you're Rob Parkers and Chris Broussards and Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless, those type of guys, you know, who all went to school and, and graduated and were taught journalism the traditional way, right? Um, what Draymond refers to as the new media are guys who more do it on their own, are able to say what they think, don't need the 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 big media company behind them to be able to say what they think and also maybe aren't beholden to traditional media standards. Right. So again, he, he calls himself the new media. And I think also maybe he would include guys like JJ Reddick and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and uh, Steven Jackson and all these guys who have their own thing and are doing their own thing and congrats to him. You know, I get it. Um, with that said, I think what happens is when you, 
consider yourself a member of the quote unquote new media, it allows you to just say things without repercussion or without the responsibility of the commentary you make. You can just say things you don't necessarily have to always be able to back it up the way a trained journalist does. Um, you may not face the same backlash for saying things the way a, saying a trained journalist does. Anyway, so in his role as a new media, he says a lot of amazing things. And back to LeBron being um, what he said, arguably the smartest player ever. First, I'm thinking, OK, you know, is, is he talking about off the court? Is he talking about on the court? So let's talk about on the court. Um, obviously, we know LeBron has he's got the photographic memory. We saw that a few years back when. Uh, after a particular game, he was able to uh, recite the entire sequence of plays leading up to a certain point in the game. That was cool, right? He's got a great memory for that. And he's able to do it. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if that necessarily means you are a, a smart player or that just means you have a certain gift to be able to capture a sequence of things. Some people have that. doesn't necessarily make you smart. I'm not saying he's not, but it's something to think about. So when... When Draymond says he's arguably the smartest player of all time, then I start to think about, okay, who else can we talk about in that discussion? Obviously, we talk about Magic Johnson, who Isaiah Thomas has gone on record saying that he he believed Magic was the smartest player ever. Um, you've got a guy like a John Stockton. Uh, you've got a guy like a Jason Kidd. Of course, you have Michael Jordan. And a lot of times Michael Jordan's basketball intellect gets overlooked because of his tremendous physical gifts. I get it. Um, but he was a brilliant basketball mind in terms of understanding the game. You've got your uh, your Kobe Bryant's. Um, of course, you have your Larry Bird's, which on the other side, right, his basketball intellect is probably um, maybe even exaggerated. We know he was an extremely smart player, but it may be even exaggerated for a couple of reasons. One, he's a white player. And two, he was a player who wasn't particularly athletically gifted. So what happens then? If you're not particularly athletically gifted and you are able to do all these tremendous things, then your intellect is lauded. Your ability to quote unquote, see the game and see things before it happened. And again, I'm not saying that those aren't tools that Bird possessed. They clearly were, but they may have been they may or they may have been exaggerated in terms of his ability to do that because he wasn't necessarily making the wow athletic plays. And th there's a number of other players that you could put into that discussion in terms of smartest all time. Now, where I want to push back in terms of LeBron being arguably the smartest player of all time, is he really? And let's look at it this way. Yes, the guy understands the game, but. How does it make you the smartest player of all time if you can't play within a system? Is that an inability to understand it? Is that an inability to conform? Think about it. Everywhere LeBron has been, he has had to become the system in order to have success. Yes, we laud LeBron and talk about the success he's had. He's the only player to win championships. Three different stops as the main guy. Totally get it. Of course, and why do I say the main guy? You look at a guy like Robert Ory. He won with the Rockets. He won with the Spurs. He won with the Lakers, seven rings in total. But he was never the guy, right? He was an outstanding role player who played his role to perfection, made a lot of big key shots, et cetera. Now, back to LeBron. Um, he's a guy who, as I said, he always had to be the system. He can only play one way. So how can you be the smartest player of all time if you can only play one way. Um, they talk about 
how he's been an outstanding shadow GM for his entire career. And how, how, how do I put this? How do I say this? So Le LeBron has had tremendous success in terms of making, uh, pulling the strings for organizations to make the moves that work best with his skill set. But again, if you are such a smart player, why can't you integrate your game with everyone else instead of being able to only play in situations and only play and have real success in situations with guys who have to compliment you and play around you, right? You look at a Magic Johnson, he was truly the definition of making everybody around him better. As much as people want to say that about LeBron, that's not really true. And if you go back and look, you can see it. Um, so LeBron, smartest player of all time, arguably or not, yeah, I don't think so. Not from an on-the-floor standpoint and the way he played the game or even necessarily from uh, the way he organized teams because, yes, he was able to make, what, 10 trips now to the finals, which is incredible, including eight straight um, trips, obviously, with three different franchises. So that speaks to his greatness on the floor as a player. However when you look at what happens when he leaves a team, that team is no longer viable for a few years after that, because he completely wrecks your salary cap. He completely wrecks your future in terms of draft picks and, and young players. Every time he comes in, like we said, he's got to gut the team, rebuild it around him. And that doesn't necessarily say to me, all time smart player, just a thought. Okay. So let's look at the off the court part of it. Right? So this is one thing that, kind of often irks me in terms of LeBron and LeBron's fans, there's always this mentality. Okay, we can look at this two ways, right? There's always this mentality that everything LeBron does is the first time anyone ever does it. And it's so amazing. So this actually speaks to LeBron's brilliance in terms of marketing, surrounding himself with people who know how to uh, uh, prop him up, uh, surrounding himself with people that continue to push the narrative and his ability to have controlled the narrative for all these years in terms of his ability to uh, to hide his flaws, his ability to make everything look like, you know, he he's the ultimate look at me guy. He's um, he's the guy that makes it look like no one else has done anything until he's done it. For instance, the I Promise School in Akron. Now that was outstanding, right? But everyone says LeBron's built a school, LeBron's built a school. Okay, that's cool. Except if we really look more deeply into it, funds were diverted from the public school because it's a charter. And I'm not saying that he didn't donate any of his own money. We know he did. And that's outstanding charitable contribution. But funds were diverted from other schools in that school district to help build the I promise. So we can't say LeBron built a school. Now, credit where credit is due. He did a tremendous job in terms of coordinating with the local colleges and universities to help get full scholarships for outstanding students at the I Promise School. So definitely all credit due to that. Very smart. But the whole thing of LeBron built a school, eh, Jalen Rose built the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy up in Detroit many years ago. He doesn't get nearly the notoriety LeBron gets for that. David Robinson was responsible for a number of charter schools down in the San Antonio area. That's been over 20 years now. Doesn't get nearly the notoriety that LeBron gets for that. So this whole business of LeBron is the smartest player ever, eh, not really sure. Now, I do give him credit. He does make smart moves, and there is credit to be given for a lot of his off-the-court moves. For instance, on the financial side, he's the first active player to become a billionaire. 
that's tremendous because that's something that he said he wanted to do way back. He set that goal. He has been in the right rooms in terms of being around the right people, learning the right things, um, getting into the right business deals and just continuing to have success. And that is fantastic. Totally respect that. That said, the money is so much greater now in terms of elite athletes than it's ever been. Now, of course, I'm not trying to make the statement that it's easy to become a billionaire. It's not. But let's look at this. If the money was comparable, and it's not, uh, Magic Johnson had the richest contract ever signed when he was a young player and signed a 25-year, $25 million deal. Now, obviously, as the money started changing and he got along later in his career, you know, he uh, they adjusted the, the terms of his contract. Cool. I get it. But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in Magic Johnson's playing career, he made $39 million. I think that's the number. Today, Magic is worth about $670 million. So you look at 39 to 670 that's roughly, and, and I'm not a mathematician, I'm a journalist, right? But that's roughly about 20 times the amount that he made. LeBron has made over $300 million as a basketball player. He's now a billionaire. So that's about three times. So now really... Who's the smarter guy in terms of maximizing his earning and turning the amount of money that he made into a higher amount? The guy who multiplies his playing money by 20 or the guy who multiplies it by three? I'm not trying to say LeBron's not a smart guy. I'm just giving some different things to think about. And so, again, when I hear Draymond say LeBron is uh, arguably the smartest player who's ever played, and now you start looking at it on the floor off the floor you look at these things like i get it draymond you are beholden to your era like many of us are i have to admit i've been told this and i'm sure it's true i have leanings towards my era we all tend to romanticize our era right and i'm sure that down the road when draymond you know 15 20 years from now he's done playing he's in a media position probably more like charles barkley he may still be doing his podcast or whatever you know, media is is available at that point, or he may be on a major network or doing both, right? But when he's in that position, sitting there like Charles Barkley is, I guarantee you, he's probably going to look back and say, well, you know, when we played such and such and such and such, and, you know, these players now, right? And that's not to be disrespectful, but we are all, we're all as human beings going to romanticize the era that we came up in. Just like you always hear me say, I came up in an era of basketball that blank. Right. I talk about the bigs. I talk about less three point shooting. I talk about more defense, different thing. Some people who never saw that era, some people who are younger than me, half my age, they wouldn't appreciate that. I appreciate it. So it, it's just interesting. But yeah, when Draymond says that LeBron is the smartest basketball player of all time, I definitely think it needs some pushback. I'm not saying LeBron's not smart. I'm not saying he's dumb, but that's that's a very bold statement. And I think you just got to look at it in a couple different ways. All right, that's all I got on this topic today. Um, you know what to do. If you're on YouTube, you haven't already, please click that subscribe button in the lower right corner of your screen. Click the notification bell so you know when new episodes come out. If you enjoyed the content, click that like button. Please do that for me. Um, if you want the audio-only version of the podcast, you can get it anywhere you get your audio podcast, okay? Um, if your audio podcast platform allows it, please give us a five-star review and also leave a comment. Also, while you're here on YouTube, leave a comment. All that helps us move up in the algorithm. If you enjoyed the show, you know other sports fans who would, please share it with them. Don't keep it to yourself, all right? 
thanks so much. We'll be back to talk again. Um, <laughs> if the uh, Celtics don't win tonight, well, either way, if the Celtics force game seven winning tonight, or if they lose and the, and the Warriors win their championship, their what fourth championship in eight years tonight, then we'll be back to talk about it. Anyway, uh, that's it for this episode and I'm out. Peace.